best thing you can do for your kids is love their mother. This goes out to all the guys. The best thing you can do for your kids is love their mother. You know, I heard that quote during a sermon at a church from a Catholic priest years ago, probably, good God, had to be about 30 years ago. Father Genicus was his name. I'm sure he's in heaven now, but uh, what a great Mother's Day sermon that was. And it was very moving and well said. You know, I mean, that that's a quote that should... I really wish he would get credit for that and it would go down into history because there, there's no more accurate thing that you could say about that. And I mean, yes, you know, you and your significant other may have differences, but loving each other and being good to each other, good God. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of truth behind that. You know, you can still, you know, have your differences and still love and respect each other and be good to each other. It's not always easy. But there, there again, what is easy anymore? You know? Uh, that, that quote actually came to mind the other day while reading an email from a podcast listener. And yes, Jared, that was you. Thank you for sending an email. I, I sure appreciate it. Certainly glad to hear that you're on the uh, self-sustainability path. And uh, one of the things he said in his email was, uh, hey man, just looking to be a good uh, father and husband and uh, self-sustainable and all that. So, I mean, that... That right there, if that is your goal in life, or one of your attributes, anything, not necessarily your goal, but just, to, just the way you are, and uh, what your mantra is, man, you're just, it takes a huge man just to be that way. And uh, your, your family and your wife sure are lucky. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm sure your family treats you with, Exactly the same amount of respect, and it's totally awesome. Thanks for the email, Jared. And God bless you. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Good gravy. I know it's not Mother's Day or anything, but, uh, yeah, you know, be good to mama, you know? I mean, we all need that, uh, special reminder every now and then. I mean, the stresses of life can make us be who we do not want to be to each other, no matter no matter how it comes across. You know, we all have our different battles and everything, but uh, just a reminder. Be good to mama. Um, yeah, you know, I just got done, just got out here today. It's Sunday, Sunday morning. Just got out of here and started the old 2305 subcompact tractor, and I'm about to do some funky shit with it, and I'm uh, pretty excited, but I like to let it warm up so you know the oil's nice and warm and ran through, and the engine's ready to rock, you know? 
so I can just be fucking giving her and moving snow and shit and stuff and hay and bales and cleaning the cow pen and all this stuff. You know, it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be uh, in the upper 30s, I believe. And uh, right now there is zero wind. The sun is brightly shining. There's blue skies. And it's probably around 25 degrees, I suppose. Comfy 25 degrees. Still below average for this time of year, but uh, you know what? There's men with below average penises that get chicks off all the time, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the orgasm. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not about that. Oh, geez. But anyway, today I wanted to talk about the, uh, you know, kind of what our plan is with the chickens. You know, I mean, it's there's been a lot of uh, internal debate amongst ourselves. And just kind of one idea we've been floating out there is, you know, given uh, uh, probably at least half our chickens away. Okay. Uh, there's some older ones we're going to keep, you know, and there's some older ones we're going to give away, and there's some younger ones we're going to keep, and there's some younger ones we're going to give away. So, I mean, it's just kind of a, a healthy balance in the egg department. Um, we we sell all our eggs. We have no problem selling eggs, and we have no problem with all that. But uh, this last winter kind of gave us an idea that, okay, you know, do we really need this many chickens if we're going to have a harsh winter like that again? And the answer is no. We don't need it, you know. And if we slim the flock down to a smaller size, we're going to be able to keep them in the barn, the main barn, not in the chicken coop, you know, 100 feet away from the barn. We're actually going to be able to keep them, you know, in the barn itself, even with the cows and the calves and hopefully the pigs as well. So we would kind of downsize the operation and get everything under one roof and then that way chores and um, would be easier and there would be less difficulty in the day-to-day, especially during a horrendous winter like this. You know what I mean? And even if it wasn't like a horrendous winter, it would still be nice to have everybody under one roof. We've been talking about it for a couple of years. We just haven't taken any action on that yet. But, uh, you know, it's an idea that's come across the desk and that's kind of our plan. So another piece of that puzzle or another idea that we're going to be toying with is not feeding our chickens once we get it slimmed down to that lower number. And Now hear me out on this. It, it doesn't sound, it's not as bad as it sounds, okay? So during the summer months, there is a shit ton of stuff for chickens to eat. Should they eat all chicken food out of the feeder, they won't eat the stuff in your yard that they could be eating, like, you know, the larvae, the, the insects, the, um, you know, the weeds, the grass, the leafy stuff, the, everything like that. But we also have another element on our homestead that makes it so the chickens have a lot of food to eat. That's the cows, okay? Now, this might sound gross to you, but it's not that gross because animals do it all the time. We all have dogs. We all have, you know, animals. So, I mean, you'll, you'll be greatly understanding, I'm sure. Um, we feed the cows a pretty liberal amount of grain because they're milk cows, right? 
And we feed that to them during their milking time because then they stand there and as they eat, they get milked and they let down their milk and we create a habit that the cows like to do and they let down really nicely. Okay. So as we're doing this, we have the cows passing a lot of that grain through their shit in the yard, okay? Now the chickens go out there and we'll, you'll see it all the time because we free range the chickens every day. They'll go out there, especially in the summer, and they'll go out there and they'll scratch it all up, which when they, when they, when they break down all that manure, the flies are so much less. Okay, kind of like horse poop. You know, fresh horse poop, the flies love it, and just like dog shit, if you've ever seen it in the yard, the flies just cover it within a couple minutes. But if you break it down, they don't congregate to it, and they don't breed there. You know what I mean? So you don't get as many flies. And that's where the chickens will help sometimes. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll break down and get everything, you know, that initial breakup, and then the rain comes and it breaks it down even more, and the chickens would be digging for their food in the manure, and they would also find food in the yard and the whatever, in, in the breakdown process, stuff that they miss. You know, just a little microorganism, everything. I mean, they just... Chickens eat so much stuff that it's just unreal. That way, it would be like a form of regenerative farming, a form of it. Not, trust me, I'm not one of these pro staffer frickin' regenerative farmers and telling everybody how to live their frickin' homesteading life kind of people. I'm not like that. It's one of those things where if we bring the chicken population down far enough, the grain that we feed the cows and the stuff that our yard grows, the chickens will find fulfillment in that and lay a really good percentage of eggs due to the daylight and they'll, they'll be able to kick and scratch and move around and live life slightly more naturally, okay? And that's kind of the goal of this. Is it gonna work? I have no idea. Uh, but the amount of grain that we find in the cow manure after they pass, we're really thinking it should work pretty good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, are we going to use oyster shells in the chicken coop, you know, to strengthen up their eggs? Sure. Um, are, is there going to be times, especially next winter, when we're probably going to have to buy a chicken feed or maybe once in a while... Uh, we're going to have to fill the chicken feeder. Of course. But if you, when we free range, we don't even, we don't even go through half the feed. So now if we have less and there's more for them because there's less competition, we're wondering if we are even going to need to feed in the summer. So that's kind of one of, one of the, one of the, uh, revolutionary kind of aha moments that we're having. I know people do this all the time. We're a little apprehensive of it because, I mean, we just like to be good to our birds. We like to really make sure they're healthy, happy, active, and being very well fed. Okay? And, uh, yeah, like I said, we're not going to be hatching anything out this year. Um, uh, if you have any questions about hatching, if you have any questions about you know, buying your chicks or incubating, anything like that, 
I can certainly answer them because we've done it a lot. But uh, this year, we're dialing her back. And we're just going to take a new perspective on it. You know what I mean? So it'll be a neat thing, and it'll be fun to do. You know, and um, kind of, you know, save a few bucks on what we spend at the feed store. Not that we don't make that up when we sell eggs. But um, like I said, in the winter, next winter, you know, getting everything under one roof and just making the chore life and the farm lice life just slightly easier. Actually, it would make it a lot easier, <laughs> uh, especially the way it was this year. So, um, you know, winter happens every year here, and you're going to have it. Some are going to suck really bad, and some are going to suck less, but either way, you know, winter can kind of suck, you know. Uh, unless you're snowboarding all the time, then, it, then it's, then it's kind of fun. Um, but it's sometimes it gets too cold for even that. But uh, thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you. I appreciate... Um, all the recent emails I've been getting um, and just some of the nice stuff you you people are saying. Uh, if you do want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Certainly appreciate it. I mean, gal bang it. Uh, good times. But uh, yeah, right now you might even hear it behind me. I mean, there's a there's geese flying over. They're starting to come back from down south. Uh, seeing a bunch of, uh, uh, we saw a bunch of tundra swans here flying over. I mean, we're, we're getting some animals back now. And I mean, I think, I haven't seen a robin yet. Haven't seen a robin yet. I mean, that is the tall tale, surefire sign that uh, you're not going to freeze your ass off entirely anymore uh, when you see a robin. But, uh, well, we can only hope, right? Anyway, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And, uh, uh, I got shit to do today, and it's going to be a good time. I'm kind of excited about it. You know, a little work around the farm. A little work around, you know. Anyway, have a good one.